Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I'm your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Uh, still no soundboard, almost. I think by next week for sure, I'll have it all all down. But uh, for now, that is my soundboardless introduction. <laughs> also joining me this week, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua, Gangsta Time Co. What's good, everybody? Hey, hey, hey. What up, Chris? Hello, friend. Um, it is just us two today, the uh, the OGs. Uh, Brian is off this week, uh, but we are still here. We're still kicking. We're going to give you some uh, fun, fun times talking about manga. So uh, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. Uh, you could find me at the Chris Espinel on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram and at New Jump City Josh. That's on Twitter. Oh yeah. Uh, you can follow Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. And he streams video games sometimes uh, at uh, twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, you can also follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram uh, and TikTok, because why not? Uh, do that. Uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. That would be super cool if you wanted to reach out. Uh, you can also comment uh, under the YouTube videos. Uh, over the next couple days, I'll be releasing uh, the older episodes on YouTube. So if you're like, if you prefer the YouTube stuff and you know, you've been listening on here, uh, they'll be up, but basically just full episode versions. We still don't have a video capability quite yet. Um, but we will have like, you know, just like a thumbnail type of deal and you guys will be able to listen to the show as you please. Um, so yeah, subscribe to us on YouTube, like, share, comment your thoughts on the series that we talk about every week. And, uh, yeah, super cool. If you prefer audio podcasts, uh, we are on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Pandora, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. And, um, yeah, that's it for plugs. Uh, for now, uh, I guess check out my other show, uh, The Shweekly. Um, we're almost done with the season. Uh, there's nine episodes out right now. Next week is the season finale. So if you guys wanted to like catch up before then, uh, it'll be a fun time. It's a little uh, audio comedy podcast. Uh, so, you know, scripted comedy podcast thing. So check us out there. Uh, it's at The Shweekly. Um, but yeah, that's all the plugs I wanted to get out of the way. Um, let's get the show fucking started with My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia chapter 385, The Impulses of Youth. Um, last we left off, uh, the heroes in uh, this weird forest thing are all ganging up on um, All for One to prevent him from reaching Shigaraki. Um, we get a little map to see like kind of the relative distance of, um, where everybody is at the moment. Uh, it's funny. I didn't realize how actually close all for one was to Shigaraki. Um, but he's, he's pretty much right there. 
Um, yeah, I had the same thought actually. Like, oh, the, these things happen very close to each other. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're either all moving really fast with him, or mm-hmm. it was just closer than we thought. Yeah. Um, and just I guess I guess he included this map as a refresher since he's been taking uh, a couple of breaks lately. Uh, I think due to health, uh, and I'm glad he's like feeling better, Horikoshi. Um, but mm-hmm. basically, All for One is uh, taking on the combined forces of Hawks, Tokoyami. Um, I believe uh, Earphone Jack was there. Uh, Shinso's there. Uh, Kirishima's there. Uh, Yororashi and the other Shiketsu uh, kids are also there. Plus Mount Lady and Gigantomachia are all facing off against All for One. And we'll, we're seeing how that's going. Um, they're basically all just hammering this guy as hard as they can. And just like keeping him from moving, uh, you know. But as Mount Lady comes down with this giant, weird um, battering ram that she's been using as a weapon, uh, she is basically cut off by one of uh, by a big uh, all for one tendril. Oh no, I think that's all for one himself. I see a face there. Yeah, it looks like he's like. Yeah, it does look like him. Like his face at the end, like he's shooting himself out. Yeah, he tendrils himself and just like chomps off like a a bunch, uh, like a huge part of uh, Mount Lady's side. Uh, it looks pretty brutal. Mount Lady has taken a lot of hits over the course of the series. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, she's she's been a trooper here, um, but you know she falls down, uh, and All for One immediately redirects his attack towards uh, towards Gigantomachia uh, and takes him down seemingly um and he starts to emerge from the ground and he's like this weird healing husk there's like muscle fibers still building around him and uh he talks about how like uh he's thinking about how like perhaps this is my other self's influence but something dark brews within my core and he talks about how the more the younger he reverts the more untamable it grows and i'm assuming he means all for one like the ability becomes a little more um, powerful and, you know, I guess like more out of control, the younger he regresses um, and he shoots this crazy, like lightning cannon towards Tokoyami seemingly dispersing dark shadow. Um, but uh, I guess as Tokoyami is taking the hit, we see that Hawks pulls a piccolo and uh, tries to take the brunt of it. Uh, but unfortunately, Tokoyami still gets hit pretty bad. Um, he use it's actually he gets hit with a cataclysmic blast of light. Um, <laughs> geez, Louise, <laughs> youth is a wondrous thing. It sure is. All for one, it sure is. Um, but yeah, uh, all the heroes seems to have fallen. Um, you know, all for one is uh, still growing younger still. Um, he's talking about how he's like got Hawks like up by his fucking neck. And he talks about how the boy pushed him to such lengths. So I'll be taking his quirk. And, uh, you know, Hawks has like a blade through uh, all for one's, I guess, chest. But it doesn't seem to be uh, affecting him all that much. Um, all for one. Talks Not about, at all. Yeah. All for one talks about how like. You've made a decent showing of a hawk's fierce wings, a putrid, festering quirk factor. But, you know, it's to your credit that you've been able to get this far using it. You know, he's like, 
your quirk kind of stinks, but you really made it cool. So props, I guess. Um, so yeah, basically he's, um, Hawks makes the observation that the quirks that he, that he stalks work outside his body and don't mesh well when you're re rewinding. So like the simultaneous process of him absorbing quirks and reverting in his age, uh, aren't working very well together um yeah that makes sense yeah but he's like all this damage is hastening the process and then all of a sudden from uh from out of nowhere comes one of the sticky balls of Mineta. um and Mineta is the last man standing uh he's talking he's uh saying like stealing dark shadow for yourself is only going to turn you into a cringy edgelord <laughs> and um he's like you want a real quirk sure take my pop off instead you'll get the sickest hairdo just don't take dark shadow from tokoyami which is you know a sweet a sweet thought from mineta to be honest um yeah the and, fall for one that was just a brain howl from a weakling yeah but yeah i guess like what does brain mean i'm gonna look that one up yeah a br the brain halves of the week. Um, like a... <laughs> I guess in that moment, All for One decides, you know what? I don't really have time to take Tokoyami's quirk right now. So I'm going to just bounce. He like rises up and just starts flying off. So by the way, Bray means like uh, to shout something loudly. Mm. And like you can Bray with laugh, you can Bray with laughter or like, oh, you is to speak or laugh loudly and harshly. Yikes. Yeah, so you're speaking loudly with weakness. Yeah, the brain has to be weak. Yeah. Okay, so All for One flies off. Um, and I think like, there's this little section here where he talks about the faction receiving refugees from UA where designating it as purely non-aggressive fo defensive force. However, the refugees have yet to arrive, but he's like, there's still a glimmer of hope. And uh, we cut over to uh, the subterranean evacuation system that UA has set up for the civilians of, of Japan. And um, we see that, you know, all the, all the, all the civilians are watching on in, uh, in horror as all this crazy shit is happening. And, People are starting to lose faith again in uh, in the heroes, and uh, we we catch up to. Oh, sorry. Uh, we catch hold on. Up... Can we can, I, can we pause real quick? Yeah, because I don't want to save this for my thoughts. I just want to make a point right here. Mm -hmm. It's not like a couple people saying this. You were right. You didn't assume that you know people are feeling this way in general because he made these general speak bubbles along with a group of anxious-looking people. Meaning the point he's getting across is that majority of them are freaking out and starting to feel this way. Yeah. We must not forget that the ordinary citizens of my hero academia are actually grown toddlers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, at this point... They're all in toxic internet people. They That's really how are. real life people are. That's, honestly... That's how real life normal citizens are in my hero academia. Yeah, yeah. That is what he thinks of the masses, <laughs> as they say. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if he would like say this about that. This is about like 
the masses as they exist today. But this is what in his universe. Yeah, for I, sure. I feel like this is what he thinks of people if there was like a society where people depended on superheroes. Like I think he would I think the whole point is that he sees that society would probably get really complacent if there was this like super hardcore force watching out for them at all times. And then people would get not used to struggling, you know, or, you know, they would want things to be easy. There's like a convenience thing with like this quirked up society. That's been like, right. There's been like things were too awesome. Yeah, exactly. The things, this is like, if a society, if everything in society was, no, 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 no. I agree. No, no, I think you got it. I think this is a world where, Everything Except was... for the creature racism. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know. Really, creature prejudice, because I don't... It seems like a, a lot of... Uh, whatever. No, I agree. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's... Uh, I guess, like, they're saying too awesome in the terms of... Uh, as far as, like, main... Like, mainline living, I guess. The standard of living is just too awesome. I'll most. put it like this. The people who were supposedly oppressed, which were, you know, I guess, psychopathic murderers and, and you know, general deranged villains and, um, and, and, you know, the, 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 the what are they called? The paranoid, no. Oh, uh, heteromorph. Heteromorph, right? But, you know, because he didn't show so much world building, I just, I can think of a handful of examples where there were heteromorphic people in places of of power, of of high status. So it's it's just a little weird, you know. Yeah, again, it's, another one of those just believe what I say. And yeah, I, I mean, I actually showed my car. Like, when it comes to the heteromorphs, that's the thing for sure. Um, where it wasn't very much built upon until like very recently, but. There's been like little hints of like the general public in terms of like hero relations. There's been hints where they really just like immediately dropped them at the drop of a hat. Whenever things started to get mm. kind of bad, they were like, well, fuck you anyways, you know? Yeah. And it's like, this world is a, uh... we'll get into it more in my, in at the end, but I think like you bring up a good point. It is kind of weird. Every time that things start to look kind of bad, the the people in the society are and are just like it's all a game over man <laughs> already I, mean, I, I don't i guess i guess the message the the message can just be super simple that this is a shown you know this is a shonen manga and the the heroes need to instill hope in the people and i guess that's that's enough i, I think it's the enough. reverse i just think it's maybe at this point, it's probably a little overplayed. Just the amount of how shitty these people are <laughs> at times. Yeah, nope. They're um, such babies. Yeah. It's like immediately. It's like you don't it's not even over yet. Um, but anyway, speaking of which, there's we we ca- cut to one of the, the spies uh for the villains that we've seen that are already here. And um He's like moving off to the side for a second. And he's like, I know one for all told us to obey skeptics as orders, but 
but now we've lost contact. How can I produce results for all for one? Uh, I'm going to just do something crazy. And he just like, something crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's basically like, I, I'm just going to do something right now <laughs> for no reason. I'm just going to go mm-hmm. off book right now. And um, he uses his quirk, which is seems to be electric based. Uh, Gunhead finds him and he's like, I found the mole. And then uh, as he approaches him, it's just too late. He seems to explode uh, these the the ceiling of uh, the underground facility. And uh, we see that uh, Kendo, I think her name is Kendo, uh, Big Hand Lady and Tetsu Tetsu are down yeah. there. Big sis. Yeah, big sis. And I'm like, what the hell is, what are, the, what are they doing here? I mean, I get it. I guess you got to have heroes protecting uh, the civilians. And, you know, maybe Tetsu Tetsu will do something cool down here. There's a reason. Yeah, not going to lie. I'm excited to see them. No, yeah, I'm not I, complain. yeah, I really like Tetsu 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 Tetsu. That's his whole name. Tetsu four times. Which Tetsu means iron. So his name is Iron, 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 Iron. Um, but yeah, that's creative. Uh, debris starts to fall down from the ceiling, uh, and it's about to crush two civilians. Uh, as uh, Tetsu Tetsu gets there, uh, he is intercepted by Death Arms, uh, one of the older heroes that has retired because uh, he bitched out and was like, I don't want to do this anymore, man. Do you uh, remember? I do from remember. that time in the arc. When he when he quit heroin and now he's back. <laughs> I remember Death Arms because uh, he had like a design. He he was like one of those older heroes that would be in the periphery, you know. Um, he would just like be in the background and he would have like a couple speaking lines here and there. It was like I remember this guy and I remember him quitting, like a bitch, after the first one. I do remember that. Yeah, he took off his whole. He left his costume on the ground outside and he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, but he's back, and he's like, I know what lies ahead. We're going to see history repeat itself. And I know that, but even so, it's hard to explain. And uh, he remembers back to the time where Deku, at the very first chapter, just ran involuntarily towards uh, Bakugo to save him. And uh, he says that the same thing just happened to him. as His body took action all on his own. And... Uh, the chapter ends as we cut over to the Camino ward as uh, um, Ida picks up t- uh, Todoroki. And they're j- he's just like, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. And off in the distance, we see that Stain is lurking about. And that's where the chapter ends. Uh, wowie zow. Josh, what did you think about My Hero Academia chapter 385? I liked it. Um, aside from me being annoyed by a couple of things, which I'm going to talk about again. I liked it. I'm excited to see a few characters. I don't feel too strongly about Stain. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. I need to see Speed Racer. Ida. Yeah, Ida. I need to... I need to see him have an incredible feat of strength and willpower and strategy. Mm-hmm. I need to see it happen. I need to see a three-way team fight between Ida, Shoto, and Stain. You know what? I just remembered, and it, uh, like that's so interesting because 
remember like they had a, all three of them him deku and yes. yeah they all fought stain and now he's yes. there about to fight alongside them yes cool you get it cool <laughs> cool 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 it works for me and i'm not being sarcastic i'm okay with it it really does work it works it, I'm, it does I'm, it it's doing it for me i know <laughs> it's just it, may, doing it, it for might me. It, 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 it could it could it do could. it for me it has the potential to do it for me i am as you as one would say intrigued mm. that's a big word okay. for you here for my hero academia intrigued yeah sure it Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. See, I've been listening to this podcast called The Shweekly. <laughs> and it's been boosting my vocabulary because it's a super smart podcast about super serious no. topics. With well I didn't mean it's a big people. word for you in general. I mean, like this, when you say you're intrigued in my hair academia, it means something. Because you're usually it not. Because <laughs> you're usually I not. I too like to feel like a preteen. Reading manga for the first time again. Yeah. In moments like this, you know, it might have that. It might just have that. <laughs> so let's rewind back to what we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. So the last thing I want to say about this is um, regarding how the citizens are, are portrayed. Um, I think it's annoying to me because it kind of comes across as as lazy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that's why I said it the way I did before, where I feel like if the point is that they just want to, he wants to have a story about society being inspired by these handful of people who are blessed to work, you know, that works super hard. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, I, I guess that's, like I said, like that's cool and it at least makes sense. It's not really a mix, not too much of a mixed message there, although I could probably break them down further. I like, might be problematic. Anyway, I, I guess, honestly, this topic is exhausted and sorry for the horn, guys. What? Why don't you go on with a few thoughts while this guy's finished outside? Um. Yeah, I guess I'm. I wouldn't call like the citizens thing lazy, but I would say that it's maybe like overplayed. I I agree with you. I feel like there is a little something. I think it's hard because like every time there's a momentum shift, the 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 I guess the audience or the civilians in this world are just like so flip floppy and so immediately like fuck the heroes. Oh yeah, great. The heroes are cool. You know, to where <laughs> like I feel like if there was a, there should be a buffer at least, you know, where they're they're down but like the citizens are still like go, you know? Cuz I don't feel like this world is worth saving <laughs> at that point. Cuz it's like what are you fighting for? These people are not doing anything. <laughs> And they complain at every single turn. That's a funny ass way to put it. It's like these guys are fighting for the society, but the society just like is a fair weather friend. <laughs> you know, like it's like what these guys are even in the last war, these the heroes have lost considerable like people died. There was like 
irreparable damage done to a lot of heroes and like all the all the people could think to do was to be like fuck them they failed us and i think there's an interesting thought with the idea that um this uh, if in a world where everyone's special uh no one really is and um there and you know there's like this convenience factor where if you had superpowers in your everyday life you would be used to having things relatively convenient like the little things in life would be taken care of uh for the most part yeah and you know i could see like a society getting kind of spoiled by that but this is a lot you know i feel like there's this there's been so many momentum shifts that at a certain point this crowd has to pick a side you know <laughs> like like when Deku came back to the to the school, that was a big moment for the world, you know, where they're the next like the next guy came back and, you know, they were formulating a plan and all that stuff. And I thought at that moment that like the society of My Hero Academia would have at least at least been like a touch more optimistic about their future and more like um a little more proactive also in their efforts to help if they could. And no, really all they just did is just kind of like hit underground and then are watching and talking shit while Hawks is getting ripped apart and is being held like by the scruff of his neck and Tokoyami, their children sacrificing their lives out there, you know? So it is right for them to be that, that dense. Like, these are teenagers. It, that's why I said it's like childish. It's very childish. Like the the yeah. nature of the masses, yeah. In, in this story, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, I get the point already. Like, I feel like you're doing too much when it in that regard. Um, it doesn't bug me too much, but you know, they're doing all this stuff with like showing people that the fight's not over, and you know, trying to sway uh public opinion. But you know, at this point, it, it starts to become a little um it becomes harder to suspend my disbelief that the people need this much assurance, you know? So I, I actually have a rebuttal to one of the, one of your points. And I just want to see if you agree with the way I look at it. Right. Mm -hmm. So you made a point where you was like, kind of everyone's special in this society. So like kind of nobody is, mm -hmm. but, um, and then, I actually forgot what it was you said right after. Do you remember? I guess something about like, you know, this uh, convenience, the society of convenience, I guess. Right. That was for, okay. So let's, let's, all right, let me start from that angle. So the way I see it, even with everybody, with majority of society, people having quirks, you still have some people who are clearly more powerful than others. For sure. And you've for even sure. had situations where people with, strong quirks purposely marry or you know to the, the the Todoroki's I mean the sh yeah the Todoroki's are just one family I'm sure it's happened um on a more casual level mm -hmm. you know like within dating in in the hero society mm -hmm. you know so which is on a side note I feel like that's a really that was a like a, a huge missed opportunity for the people who feel like oh we're the ones that have lesser quirks or less functional ones that can't really do much with it or it's a hindrance to everyday life you know it's, instead of making it about just be people be looking weird like heteromorphs it could have been the people who just 
have, you know, are functionally less powerful, like objectively speaking, and how that affects society. But anyway, I'm, I don't want to detract myself too much. So anyway, you have, you have groups of, you have people who are more, have higher status than others, simply off the fact that they have a, a very strong quirk and they have a long history of being a hero or it allows or that quirk allows them to do their job extremely well and then they pass that down to their children so that they can also do the same thing and do it really well and you know it's 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 almost as if it's an allegory to wealth like in our world no yeah i i, I don't know if that's too abstract no you know, I, so, I agree um so the right so you have these people the masses quote unquote who, in my opinion, are just, I don't want to say inept, but clearly they're just not, you know, they're not, in the, they're not soldiers. They're not, they're not people who have a huge role in society. Because the people that do, they're doing things. Like, and I think Horikoshi goes out his way. Like, the people who aren't panicking, who are, like, trying to do their best to contribute, the people in, in positions where they have a job, like, you know, people in the media, uh, you know, I guess certain businessmen, people in law enforcement, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like the people in power that have the ability to change things are these special people with a lot of privilege. Mm-hmm. So when Horikoshi continuously hammers in the fact that, you know, the masses are just, you know, childish and, and so, uh, as you say, fair weather, and that you know they're, they're unable to see the big picture, like as again as a collective. I'm not saying there's not a handful of people that are probably really smart and work hard, and he shows that too. I'm not saying I'm not saying he doesn't, but as we, as we as it's been made clear, generally speaking, the masses aren't you know they don't think things out well through. So coupling that with what I said before, it, it just it's really weird. It looks like he's saying like, oh, you know, you people. You know, like all regular people ought to chill out, relax, and just go with the flow and have faith in those with talent and power to save the day and figure things out. And I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a particularly good message at all. I think that's problematic, actually. Yeah, I. So I, I don't know if that. I, I, I personally, I feel like that's one of the clearest ways I've been able to put how I feel about. Horikoshi's dynamic with society, like how he portrays society mm-hmm. and the hero dynamic. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I I think I I agree with you He's a lot. Like, shut up, people! You guys are whining, crying. Let the let the talented, privileged people handle mm-hmm. this shit. Yeah, Deku can... was nothing until he got a fucking quirk. Until he got privilege, right or wrong. No, yeah, you're right. Um, you know what's interesting? And yeah, these people do work hard and try hard. I'm not saying that, mm-hmm. you know, that they couldn't, that they're not good leaders. But you you understand, those are the only people who, are, who seem to be allowed to really make a change in the difference. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I... Coupled with how inept <laughs> the, or the average citizen yeah. looks. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not just one thing. It's both of them in contrast to each other, mm-hmm. creating this like weird message. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on that? No, I think you. I think you put it in a really good way. I think that's like. I think like at my core, that's more of my. Uh, that's more of my issue. 
um, you you gave a lot of words to like what I was feeling instinctually, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think my problem with like, like intuitively, right? Yeah, because I think like my problem with it is that there is there was a message that like when Deku came back that there was going to be a little bit more of the average citizen like not just putting their faith in it but also like trying to regain agency and power over their own lives as well and contributing in their own little ways because the whole point of uh that whole thing that the the name of those chapters were called like the day we all became heroes and we've seen like you know the heteromorph girl and the little kid uh you know kind of vouch for deku and kind of like quell their quell like the citizens like concerns and stuff and I felt like that was going to be a step in the direction of, at the very least, citizens being a little more like proactive in being a part of the solution. But you're right. I think like Horikoshi doesn't let them, which is um, a rough thing. And I'm hoping, and my more optimistic self is that now that people seem to be coming down, you know, like it looks like villains are infiltrating more and more like the 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 um the evacuation system then maybe uh the people will start to be able to fend for themselves and and affect you know their own like assert their own agency in in life in the society and you know not rely so heavily on the heroes and maybe that's what horikoshi is now uh trying to display with the moles inside of the various evacuation systems uh, mm-hmm. emerging and you know that's the hope uh, we'll have to see if that actually follows through but I think you're absolutely right um, when I when I mean like about like the society of convenience it's not a perfect society obviously and I think like Horikoshi introduces a lot of interesting ways where there could be like these dark cracks in this society and like unique ways where a superhero society could still be exploitative and um and really like um manipulative of you know the lower class um like you mentioned it with uh like quirk marriages and 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 treatment of uh heteromorphs and stuff like that but yeah that's a really good point and i think that is my core i think that's why it's so annoying to me because for so long like the civilians have really only been there to just be kind of like entitled and angry people irrationally and not step up for their own. But I think maybe, yeah, I I feel like maybe my hope, my hope, and I don't know if it's going to actually happen is that the developments that are happening in the evacuation system are going to be that moment where, you know, the, the citizens are allowed to be more than just that. Um, But yeah, that was you. I think what you said was well said, man. (laughs) Uh, That was a good way of putting it. It, it's just a it's just a collection of my thoughts based on you know reading the series, and from what I remember, and like, I want to be clear, man. Like, I do want to reread the series, um, to because it always gives you a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that strengthens certain things or whether that makes me change my mind on certain things or a mix of both, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. One moment. right but you know with with that said i i do feel like that is there is a pattern to certain things and i wouldn't 
pointed out so much if it, if I felt like it didn't happen um, a lot. But I, I do agree with you. Like, I think there is a lot of opportunity for Horikoshi to flip things, to flip the narrative, or maybe not flip what he's doing, but change the way I look at the series. You know, maybe he's building towards uh, uh, a couple things to go down. I mean, I don't. I think the citizens are going to be saved by some heroes <laughs> in that block. To be honest, I don't think the citizens are going to step up. Mm-hmm. You know, and but um, I don't know. I was I was just thinking about Deku, where he was given a quirk because of what he showed. He didn't have that privilege, right? I guess that that kind of was the point, right? Mm-hmm. Initially, he he like he earned it. He showed someone that did have the ability to extend that privilege to another person of an incredible quirk. You know what I'm saying? Along with a responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, to change things, and you know that you can you can argue that that is probably what Horikoshi is trying to show. Ultimately, maybe it'll take all of these heroes to have their last breath and be on their last legs for people to rise up and give their all into it, like a spirit bomb type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> thing you know? We'll see. I That's all I'm trying to say. I still like the series enough to see. Let's see where it's going to go. But I, I'm, I'm going to be... I'm going to try to... I'm always going to let you guys know how I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to see what people think in the comments about. What yeah, please. Uh, if you can't email, uh, if you can't comment on YouTube, um, let us know. Email us. We'll read your comments on the show. Um, I'd love to uh, like read people's thoughts. To be honest, I, that's what that's one of the things I wish we had more on on the show is people just like letting us know what they thought about the chapters. Because you know, sometimes I can't. I don't really like check out other people's opinions because I don't want it to really influence my own. Um, yeah, it's hard not to. Yeah, until like maybe after the show, after we record a show, and it's like cemented in history, my thoughts. I can right, make it right, to other right. people's, but um, yeah. Um, I, it's supposed to be a reaction. That's why I'm reacting the way I do, because it's chapter to chapter. Like, we don't know what's going to happen in the future, right? No. You could always say, oh, well, you can't be so judgmental because he might change it. That's true, but we react to the shit as it comes out weekly. That's the art form that it's in. Exactly. And that is how we uh, analyze and react. Yeah. Um, New Jump City. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Lot, Brian, uh, MHA hated it. <laughs> Plus uh, Brian. Other quick uh, thoughts, I guess, real fast. Um, I thought All for One going crazy on the other people was was pretty sad. I was like, when when Mount Lady got it, I was like, damn. She went stupid on them. Yeah, she nah, Makia too. That beam of light, you know that was tough. Yeah, the beam of light was crazy. I mean, hey, we love beams here. <laughs> beams are cool. Yeah, in New Jump City, we appreciate beams. Yeah, we're beam heads. You know. Yeah, you 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 sad about Mount Lady? You seen how Giganto got ripped up? Yeah, no, I was about to say. I'm going down the list. That Giganto, was really his, that was you know. Yeah. He said a dog. He calls. It, he said a dog that bites must be put down. I'm like, not immediately. <laughs> really? Maybe if it bit your child. Sure. I mean, I understand that, but you're you're a demigod. 
So I don't know if you can hear that horn just outside, but let me give you guys a quick update in my real life. <laughs> Barely. There's somebody that is basically boxed in by a two double parked cars. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he's sick. <laughs> he's sick. Dude. No one's coming down to help. The person mm-hmm. parked behind him normally is not coming down to help. The people par- double parked thing coming down to help. Oh man, I just can't wait till someone comes down. He's gonna set it off. I'm oh my god, out. dude! <laughs> yeah, I'll give you guys an update. But you have to understand that guy's ma- that that whoever that is, their their anger is rising steadily. It's been twenty minutes. <sighs> oh my god, the amount of anger! I would have been strong enough to move their cars <laughs> at that point with my bare hands. Oh, I think they are they free. It's all come. I don't know. Nah, he's still waiting. Jeez. Dick boy. No way. Anyway. Anyway. Excellent podcasting. <laughs> Dude, that happened to me. And not me, but like I, I live on the first floor where I live at. And like right outside my window. It's just honking horns. You know? Yeah, you was right. Yeah. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. Where you live at now. But yeah. even when you was on the fourth floor. You could hear um, it. Yeah, what was that? The second floor, I mean? It was the fourth uh, floor. Right off of Eastern Parkway? Yeah, no. Yeah, that was the first. That was the fourth floor. But I was facing Eastern Parkway at the time. Yeah, that shit was everything. Yeah. Labor Day, the day I moved in. That's lit, though. I guess. That's so lit to be right there on Labor Day. You go, man, all you gotta do is go right on your fucking front lawn, crack open a few beers, and land a split. You you don't gotta go nowhere. You, You Well. I'd like to go to sleep. <laughs> well, yeah, sleeping's but not rough that night. That's just the one night you don't go to sleep. Not me. Got I got 364 work. days of the year to get sleep. One night you can break. I'm okay. I'm not a big parade okay. guy. If you say so. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that, that's my hero academia. Um, I guess uh, we should move on to word. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, let us move onward to Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 220, self-purification, self-constraint. Alternate title, Setting the Table. Oh, man, crazy. Um, This is yet another setup chapter, by the way, guys. Yeah, it is. It is. The 98th one, by the way. And did I make that arbitrarily? Sure. But does it sound accurate to you? Let us know in the comments. Sounds accurate to me. And that's all that matters. Um, so we start off this chapter with a big panel displaying uh, the... Um, damn, what was this thing called? I just read this series over again. The realm? The, the prison realm. The prison cube? The prison cube realm. <laughs> um, yeah. And plus a, a detail of... Of ghettos, what? <laughs> the cube. The cube. What's that from? That's from uh Transformers. Oh yeah, the cube. The cube. Get the cube. <laughs> Cinematic yeah. masterpiece, Transformers. It sure was. Michael Bay's a treasure. For real, unironically, <laughs> those movies oh. were incredible. Oh, you weren't being ironic. You remember the time where it goes... Zhu, 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 zhu. Go, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I like it when they go... Zhu, 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 zhu. <laughs> I wish I could hit mute on the car outside. <laughs> I mean, we can barely hear it, if that helps. That's nice. Uh, 
we hear it very faintly. Um, but in any case, let's get this chapter started. The chapter starts with uh, Ghetto ominously asking Kogane uh, to add a new rule barring new players from participating in the culling game. Uh, and the Kogane, who looks a lot like uh, Kenjaku himself, he has stitches on his head. I like that the like, I, I hope, I wish that they didn't this more where the Kogane look like their sorcerers. Kind of like the transponder snails in one piece. I think they, yeah, well, that they don't really usually. would be biting off of one piece. I'll take it. But I don't care. Don't they all have that thing on their head? No. Well, the no. Kogane's? I don't think so. Do they? they I'm going to go check. Yeah, you, you check. I don't think they do. Though, I think Kenjaku got a super cool evil one for himself. Hmm. Um, we'll see. Okay, so we get a little bit of exposition. Uh, we learned that Japan has numerous pure barriers, which are, quote, a better barrier um, of Tengen's cursed spirit suppression. Uh, and there are four of them that are pivotal. Uh, there's one at the center of the Imperial Palace, one at the tombs under Jujutsu High, and... Uh, the Yamakuni Mausoleum in Kyoto, and the colossal one uh, at this uh, mount of mountain of Hida, which divides Japan into east and west. Um, and the culling game consists of a bond barrier, which is an even better barrier than the pure barrier. Um, he then explains that the culling game has no master, but game master. But if there is one, it's Tengen. Although he's the one, although Ghetto forced that on him. And uh, he said that after the Shibuya incident, if Tengen had released these pure barriers, the culling game would have ended and uh, his plans would have been for naught. But without the pure barriers, it would have been necessary to redo the never ending fight with cursed spirits and reclaim the barrier technique know how from a thousand years ago, whatever that means. Um, <laughs> so Tengen decided to not destroy the pure barriers and prevent the culling game from happening because he was betting that uh, the the people that, you know, from Jujutsu High and whatnot uh, would win. Mm -hmm. But now he has, but now Ghetto has Tengen and he seems to have full control over him as he summons an evil Tengen, basically. Um, and he approaches one of the barrier, the barrier at uh, the mountain of Hida. And he, he asks the Kogane again, to uh, add the rule that uh, that prevents new players from being added to the game, and he says that if he doesn't, he will destroy the barrier on heat um, on Hida, and, and and forcibly end the culling game. And uh, this starts to send Kogane into a fritz. Uh, the Tengen spirit asks, "What are you doing?" And uh, Geto uh, says that he's creating a glitch so that no matter what happens. Uh, the Kogane will be effectively uh, forcing the end of the culling game. Uh, so it, or disrupt the continuance of the culling game. So it won't be necessarily over, but it will make it so that the culling game will be over sooner than anticipated. Um, so he gave it a choice and uh, he figured that between the choice of breaking the barrier, which would end the culling game immediately and ghetto's new rule which would end the game not immediately <laughs> uh kogane then chooses the the ghetto rule uh preventing people from entering the game again 
Um, and then he says he commands the Kogane to add another rule, uh, stipulating that the game ends when all players except Satru, uh, Suguru Geto and Megumi Fushiguro have died. And uh, he says, if you don't, and uh, <laughs> obviously you know what happens next, Kogane adds that rule. So basically, the name of the game now is that the culling game will not end uh, until everybody is dead except for Ghetto and Sukuna, actually. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, OP rule. OP rule. Uh, so Kenjaku, uh, not Kenjaku, uh, Tengen asks, why act, why adopt such circuitous means? Um, circuitous. Circuitous. And, uh, he explains if he just wanted to end the culling game, why not simply remove this pure barrier? And, uh, Ghetto explains that because then the barriers for the merger with Tengen would disappear. So, you know, and that's his whole plan. Um, so they go deeper into this weird cave and I think they actually find the actual corpse of Sukuna. That I think that's what this thing they find is supposed to be. A corpse of Sukuna? Mm-hmm. Like one of them? No, the actual, like the full body corpse of Sukuna. No way. Because look at the face. It's Sukuna's face. And uh, he oh. asked Tengen if he could take, he could take this to Sukuna as a souvenir. So I think that's his body. Wow, that's crazy. I just thought it was a random priest that turned into. No, I mean it has the four eyes, but so does Tengen. So I thought maybe it was like a. It started turning into a Tengen-like figure because of his, you know, cursed barrier or whatever. Yeah, I guess I'm looking more sure. at the arrangement. I don't think it... It'd just be... No, there's no way that's the corpse of Sukuna because all the fingers is spread out and stuff. That Just because those fingers right. are spread out doesn't mean that the corpse still is, wasn't around. Wow. So so we chopped the fingers and left the rest of the corpse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or Sukuna did that because he was able... We we learn more about that later. I'll explain why I think that Sukuna did it himself. Like he chopped off his own fingers and sent them off. Um, but yeah, we cut away from uh, from Ghetto and um, and Tengen, and uh, we cut over to the various protagonists now discussing what to do next. Uh, we see that um, Ui Ui, the brother of Meme, uh, is talking to Maki, and uh, they're talking about how like. Now Kenjaku can end the game by getting rid of all players except for Sukuna. And uh, so Maki then basically is like, well, I guess to win, we just need to defeat Kenjaku and Sukuna. Um, And Ui Ui is like, well, you say that like it's easy, but it's like trying to kill Satoru Gojo. And Maki is like, yes, and Gojo is going to come back. So, you know, that's a point in our game. Um. We then cut over to, I guess, this medical tent where the reverse curse girl, like the nurse, I forget her name. Uh, I think her name is Ieri. Um, we see that uh, she has used her reverse curse technique on somebody. 
Um, and it looks to be Angel as we cut to a flashback as to when Angel got chomped. She got nom-nommed mm-hmm. by Sukuna. Um, and she actually crashes into what looks to be the cursed technique of um, of Amai, who is one of the culling game players that we saw early at the start of this arc. Um, and uh, thanks to them, they were... They basically saved Karusu's uh, life. Um, and we see that she is now being healed by uh, Ieri. And uh, Okotsu is also there. And he, he asks, is like, so Karusu is, no, is in no condition to continue fighting. But he asks the angel if, she could, if, if they could switch bodies like Sukuna can. And Angel actually explains that it's not possible because just like the other ancient sorcerers, of the past, uh, a lot of people accepted Kenjaku's invitation because they didn't know how to become cursed objects after death. But Sukuna did. For them to be able to infiltrate, right? Well, he didn't, they did, these other people didn't know how to do what Sukuna did, which is why I think that Sukuna was the one who distributed and scattered his own fingers. Oh, I see. In order to awaken himself in the future. Exactly. So he turned, okay. you know, he just did that with Megumi. So he knew how to do that, but all these other ancient sorcerers didn't, and including Angel. So, you know, it's not, in order for Angel to transfer bodies, they'd have to be able to do the same thing Sukuna did. And it didn't seem, it doesn't seem possible for them. Um, so, you know, it's not, <laughs> it's not good in that regard. But uh, they do say that, like, well, we, but we still can undo uh, Gojo's seal. So that's good. Um, and um, the uh, the girl, the host of the angel is like, what about Megumi? What will become of him? And uh, we cut to outside where uh, Amai is talking uh, to Itadori about how, you know, he was always just this weak kid and he always like would hide behind stronger people and ally himself with the stronger people. Um, that's why he ran away, leaving Itadori to fight those bullies back in the day. Um, that was like a thing that was alluded to in uh, the very start of the culling game. These uh, Itadori knew Amai from a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, it's also the reason why he was hanging out with helicopter head and jet hair girl, uh, because he just like hides behind stronger people. Um and he's like, I wanted to change. I wanted to go fight alongside you, but I've got no guts. Um, no and, glory. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and he uh, he apologizes to Itadori, and he's like, I don't know much about you, but I know what you did save, uh, what you did, and that saved Karusu. So we still have a chance. Um, and uh, Itadori gets up. Right. That was really important. It was. And uh, Itadori starts walking away. And Amai's like, wait, are you still going to fight? Sukuna isn't in you anymore. And Itadori is just like, it's fine. He never really helped me anyway. He's not the nine-tailed fox or nothing. He wasn't helping me. Right. And (laughs) yeah, he didn't... Whatever power he got from Sukuna initially, all it did was kind of activate his cursed energy, right? That's all reinforced his already... Because he was already really strong. It only just like right. reinforced it and melded with his. It, it like I like to say it, it jump started his cursed energy. One like it didn't. It's not like he 
it's not like with the Niners of Fox where Naruto can, you know, lean into the Fox chakra sometimes to make him stronger. That's not what was happening. Mm-hmm. Like ever. You know, yeah. he just because he was had to learn how to use the the cursed energy and, and you know, forming into techniques and stuff. It's not like he had a super raw strength. Mm-hmm. He had that unique hit, the uh the double hit. Remember? Yeah, the, but that's because of huh? Oh yeah, I was just trying to remember the name. Um it's not black divine Bat, fist or something like that. Yeah. I I don't think that had much to do with Sukuna. I think it was just the way he was using his cursed energy that mm-hmm. it had a delay to it. But yeah. like you said, his his most of his ability is about his actual raw physical strength. That's then amplified more by his own cursed energy as he's been learning to use. Yeah. And whatever, and like they mentioned in the next panel, Sukuna kind of left enough residual cursed energy for that same effect to take place regardless. So mm-hmm. everything's still the same. Checks out. Yep. I think it was important to clarify that. Itadori's the same strength and yeah. there's nothing really missing. Still Anything else he would gain is going to be from training and not from something Sukuna helped him with. Mm-hmm. Um. So Itadori... And he wasn't getting stronger with the fingers either. My bad. No, no. He you're... wasn't getting stronger with his finger either, right? I mean, Sakuna's presence was getting stronger. Yeah, Sukuna was himself. getting stronger, but Itadori was not. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Itadori rejoins uh, the rest of our heroes. And uh, he's basically... He starts off, he's like, I have some ideas for helping Fushigoro. And uh, Okotsu is like me too, but... Uh, basically, right. everybody's like ball eyes on the ball. The first thing we need to do is render Sukuna unable to fight, which is a crazy task. Um, this and, is the second time they said that, actually. Yeah, basically. Um, They're really trying to emphasize the point. That, yeah, yeah, we're going to have to beat the shit out of Megumi. Yeah, <laughs> Sukuna in Megumi's body. Yeah, there's no way around that, guys. Like, there's yeah. no way to save him we might end up killing this nigga in the process yep we must take him down that was pretty much how she said it and that was a very respectful way it was a nice way to say it <laughs> um choso pulls up and he uh he presents itadori with a book which is the records of the soul research that's uh that uh sukumo left left behind uh back along with the back of the prison realm and uh, he's like it may prove useful uh so, you know, Itadori thanks him, and he's like, no problem. He's like, no, I mean about your brothers. And he's like, it's okay. They'll all live on inside you. And, you know, all the, as the heroes are convening and, you know, talking amongst themselves, uh, Ieri remembers back to where Gojo uh, first declared that he will foster a strong and intelligent group, and he won't leave anyone alone. And uh, she mentions that she was in love with one of them, and that's something that would have never happened even if the world... Was turned upside down, but you idiot, who's alone? I was there all along, and there are a bunch of monsters now awaiting your return. And the uh, chapter ends with a panel of the back of the prison realm, as uh, Ieri thinks to herself to con- and telling Gojo to come back. And uh, that's where the chapter ends. Uh, Josh, what did you think about Jujutsu Kaisen chapter two hundred and twenty? I think when Gojo comes back. It's GG for everyone, including <laughs> Sukuna. Oh, I man. don't know. Like, 
did did Gojo when he said that he would be able to beat Sukuna, did he mean like in that stage he was in, like at the beginning of the series, or is he really inferring like him the full complete curse? curse oh, he meant the real, the full Sukuna. He said like he said that he might be able to help him. He may he might have a little trouble with him, but he could beat him at the end of the day. Elastic line. Um, yeah, okay, so yeah, I think that's when they get Gojo is GG, and I won't even be mad. <laughs> I would just like to know what the next arc is going to be. Yeah. Um, so that better not be the end. Better not be. Yeah. Better not be Gojo comes back and GGs everybody. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it'll be that simple, even if he does come back. Um, maybe but, they'll have a Gojo counter. Yeah, but were those your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is giving made. I, I, unfortunately for you, Josh, I think that we're setting the table for the final act here. All the heroes are convening. Uh, they're down to take down the big bad first, like the most consistent threat throughout. One of the most consistent threats throughout the entire series. Um, I think they're setting the table. I think we're going to enter. Here's my theory. I wonder if what they're thinking of is that they're going to go inside the prison realm to get Gojo out. Yeah, that would be cool. So there's going to be like a little mini arc within this arc of a team of people. Yeah, of a team of people going in and uh, rescuing Gojo. Which would be cool. Do they have the judge guy there? No, Higuma is not there, I think. Oh, Higuruma, sorry. I don't think he's there. I don't see him. In this. Yeah, and his cursed ability doesn't really fit for, like, mass combat. Yeah. Perfect for a one-on-one fight. It's funny, he is out there. So, you know, I, I, I have no doubt that he'll show up again. Um, yeah, I have no doubt in my mind either. And I can't wait, because he's uh, still great. Um... But yeah, I think uh yeah, I think we're definitely entering final arc territory, which, you know, Akutami has said that you know, he has like about a year of this series left. So uh, don't enjoy it. Just like your favorite characters. <laughs> the entire series will be gone. <laughs> that being Very said, and sudden. I mean, you know, those are, you know, the general estimates of a of a mangaka. Uh, you don't really know if they'll be sticking. They, I don't even think they know if they'll actually be sticking to that timeline. But I think when they think about these series in their mind, they're like, I think this is a year's worth of story left. I think that makes sense. I don't really know where you take Jujutsu Kaisen after you take down Sukuna and Kenjaku. Like, it's not like there's, it's not like One Piece where I can see where like there's just so many things that are unresolved. You know? Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen is obviously one of the best, but it is looking like it's a uh, bearing down. But I think that it's going to be one of the craziest final arcs ever. If this is like we're gearing up for the final ride here, uh, if anything else in the Culling game has uh, already proven, it's that it'll be fucking insane and lots of dope action. And uh, Oh, man, I'm so fucking upset right now, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bum you out. No, because when Jujutsu Kaisen ends, we're going to have to fucking read 
my spy family currently, <laughs> or, or 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 what else? I think Sakamoto Days would be a good replacement for Jujutsu. Blue Box. Mm. Why are you so angry, at Blue Box? I said it was okay once. it is funny you know i was just thinking about this today i was like man a lot of series that we read regularly on this show are entering their final phases yeah i mean you know obviously one piece has still got like a handful of years left but man black clover i don't even know if it has a, a year left maybe a year and a half i feel like for black clover i would say maybe my hair academia has maybe another year this uh this show's gonna be different soon yeah, it sure is. We have nothing to argue about. Yeah, you. I mean, you know, I'm sure you and Brian will find something. Um, but anyway, yeah, those are all my thoughts. I thought this was a uh, a really cool chapter. Actually, this was my really good chapter of the week. I'll say it. I said it. I'll say it. This was your really good chapter of the week. Yeah, this was mine. This was my really good no, chapter of the week. Um, not mine. Oh, well, la di da. No, yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I love seeing all the heroes come together and stuff. Uh, it's kind, it's kind of like the Avengers assembling. Um, my only hope is that Toto makes his way into this group somehow. Same. Um, and also, and Mabara. Who? No, Barbara. And Nobara. Oh my god. If Nobara comes back, I'll be the happiest boy on earth. We need our Nobara back. We need Kugisaki back. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. It was a really fun chapter for me to read. I uh, had a really good time reading it. Uh, I can't wait for uh, next week. I'm glad it's not on break. I feel like uh, Jujutsu Kaisen just has surprise breaks randomly so you know i'm glad that this isn't one of those weeks and um yeah you ready to move on yes sir all right let's go to chainsaw man chapter 126 food fight um last we left off the falling devil was causing all sorts of mayhem uh across town killing devil hunters making food for this weird worm creature and uh hunting down asa and uh, the last chapter ended off with Denji coming onto the scene and uh, fighting the famine devil herself. And uh, this chapter continues off right where it left off. Uh, Denji's just still trying to kill the famine devil, and it's not taking that lightly. So uh, it just straight up kicks Denji into a building, and uh, she basically picks up the apple that she dropped uh, fighting Chainsaw Man, and she's like, you must be Chainsaw Man. I won't kill any more humans. There's no need for us to fight. My final task no is, to drop, uh, is to drop Asa Mitaka into hell. And then I'll take my leave. And uh, she, uh, Chainsaw Man is like, did you just say drop Asa Mitaka into hell? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she explains that she was given a job to feed the residents of hell. And uh, Asa is the final course in that meal. And uh, he's like, well, that's Nothing you say makes sense, but now I have an excuse to kill you. Wah! Keep your heads, hands off my potential ex-girl, my ex-potential girlfriend. Um, 
That was a great way to put it. Yeah, it was. But you know what? I, I thought Denji wouldn't remember this. Like, I thought he wouldn't remember Asa. Or does he only remember standing her up? Asa doesn't remember. Oh, right, right, right. You're right. Yeah, I thought I thought uh, Nayuda removed both their memories. Okay, you're right. So, yeah, he charges at uh, the Famine Devil again. Oh, no, not Famine. Falling Devil, sorry. And, uh, you know, she basically just stops him. And uh, she's like, you're impeding my cooking. I must ask you to leave. And she uh, tries to do her fall thing. And um, Denji immediately starts getting flashbacks of power and Aki. Um, very, very sad moments in manga history. Uh, consecutively having uh, happening one after the other. And uh, Chainsaw Man starts to fall upward. And uh, Asa, uh, no, uh, the, the falling devil is like, well, that takes care of that. Now to get, uh, not to f- go to Asa, and then Chainsaw Man descends from the gra- from the sky and cuts, uh, the f- the devil in half. Uh, and oh god, this is crazy. Um, Denji's strategy for fighting devils that use mental attacks is to cut up his brain immediately. Uh, as we see him just chainsaw his own head to damage his head his brain so that his <laughs> so that the falling devil's attacks won't work on him and uh you could tell at this point the falling devil's starting to get tight she's like you stupid boy um and she and uh, to denji's credit he is his strategy works you know he he is still like beating her down with his chainsaws and uh she's like I'm not a corn dog because Je- <laughs> Denji keeps dog. saying that he's like, Oh, a corn dog. I love corn dogs. And uh, he's eating the famine devil actually, as he's cutting her up and she's like, stop that. I'm not a corn dog, but you know, you maybe you're right as a chef. I, uh, a chef ought to experience beating, eating, being eaten at least once. So uh, Denji eats her and uh, to his surprise, she just bursts out of his stomach, which is actually kind of crazy because being eaten by the, but I guess Denji isn't exactly the chainsaw man yet. Like the full form chainsaw man. Yeah. I I guess so. It doesn't count. Yeah. Cause usually what happens is when Denji eats or when the chainsaw man eats a devil, it disappears, but I guess he has to be full chainsaw man to do that. But anyway, she uh, bursts out of Denji's stomach and uh, Denji just keeps trying to chop at her, but, you know, it, it doesn't work. Um, so, you know, Denji is now fully split in half. Uh, his his bottom half is probably like three or four feet away from him at this point. And uh, the falling devil flies off. He's like, get back here. And he's just lying there useless until uh, a mysterious figure shows up cuts their own hands and starts feeding Denji their blood and uh, Denji awakens again and we see that the person who revived him says I still need you to fight Chainsaw Man and uh, the chapter ends with the falling devil actually finding Asa in this little funny (laughs) she was hiding in the corner yeah she was like it found us and she's like I found you <laughs> and that's where this chapter ends. Uh, Josh, what did you think about Chainsaw Man chapter 126? 
This was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, he ate her, and she regrew back in his stomach. Yep. <laughs> Yo, what? Um, I haven't seen this much carnage in a minute, but aside from all of that, it was really crazy seeing. Oh, excuse me. It was really crazy seeing Power and Denji again, especially in the last time we seen them. Power and Haki, you mean? That was, yes, power and Haki. Um, him with the with the barrel in his head and her with the cake before she got blasted into smithereens. Ooh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Sad times. So, yeah, sad times, but, yeah. Hectic, hectic chapter. I wish I knew more about everything in the world so that I could get every <laughs> single reference he's making. But I'm just not, I'm just not that worldly. Yeah. I'm not as stage as I thought. And we're in a tank top too. So. Yeah. I mean, Hey, don't, don't sell yourself short. Tank top sage is still sagely. Was those all your thoughts though? Yeah, I guess. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I mean, you know, this is just a big, fun carnage chapter of Chainsaw Man. I thought it was fucking awesome. Uh, I love Denji's simple but still dumb way of uh, fighting mental battles by cutting open his own head. Uh, it is very gory and edgelordy, but in a very fun way, I feel. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> see, this is how you do, like, edgelord stuff but make it cool you know what i mean chainsaw man has always been so good at that at just taking these kind of like boneheaded edgelordy things and making them just fun and, and silly and entertaining um and sometimes deep uh <laughs> but yeah i mean this this chapter was just a lot of violence <laughs> blood gore if you're into that you're into this chapter i'll tell you what um, I, I gotta say, I do love, I, I, I don't know if I really talked about this, but the Chainsaw Man, Denji's design as Chainsaw Man is one of the coolest character designs of all time. Yeah. Like there's the little detail of the eyes underneath the chainsaw thing that I yeah, always really right liked. Up. And, you know, obviously yeah, it's a great design. Yeah. Keep it's, that. it's just so cool. But. Yeah, I don't really have much to say, mostly because this is mostly an action chapter and a very gory, fun one at that. Uh, the falling devil is so fucking strong, bro. <laughs> like, she's not falling to the chainsaw man at all, dude. She's not. There's got to be a way to beat her, though. Yeah. Maybe it has something to do with her ability to make people fall. Maybe if you don't feel bad about anything in your life, you can't fall about <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. Yeah. If you don't have any trauma, which hard-pressed to find people without it. <laughs> um, you're right. And I guess that just generally speaking, you're not on the menu. Yeah. Doesn't have any beef with you, but that doesn't beat her. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool shit, man. I can't wait to see what it's called. New chapter comes out the day after this episode records, and it's a shame that it doesn't come out with the rest of Shonen Jump so we could... 
like covered in earnest all the way through. But um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see where this goes. Chainsaw Man's one of the best going right now. If you're not reading Chainsaw Man, I don't know what you're doing or watching Chainsaw Man. What are you doing? Get on it. Get on it, bro. Um, but yeah, that's all I got to say about Chainsaw Man. Uh, shall we move onward, Josh? Any rebuttals? Nope. Alrighty. Let's go to Black Clover. This is Black Clover, chapter 357, The Final Slash. Um, last we left off, Yuno pulled up and uh, and stunted on pretty much all of the paladins and, and, and Lucius and was like, this is my city now and I'm going to be the Wizard King and uh, you're not my rival. Asta's my rival. He's not here right now. So uh, I'm going to take you down. And uh, he comes down with his cool uh, epic... Uh, mystical form slash thing uh, and uh, this chapter starts off with Lucius I guess calmly blocking it <laughs> so there's that um, and Lucius explains that absorbing Lucifero has made him physically tough as well so his attacks won't reach him that easily um, and he's like I see your spell is enormous here I'd imagine even you won't last that long in the end, your struggle is pointless. You'll only prolong the suffering. Uh, and we cut back over to uh, Yami, who is uh, looking after Jack and is uh, seemingly facing off against the recently revived and paladinized uh, Morgan. Um, and we get some thoughts, uh, you know, in you know this black panel. that's just like, Arrgh, damn it, am I going to die? And we get a flashback. To uh, from Jack's perspective, uh, as he is, I guess, fighting with Yami back in the day. Um, and he's like, what the hell was that for? And he's like, wake up, loser. We both look like bad guys, but I'm on your side, scrawny dude. Um, so, you know, Morgan comes through and um, I guess uh, they just completed a mission together. And he's like, well, we should try to get along with the other brigades, Yami. And he's like, he picked that fight, all right? It's fine. Um, so, you know, uh, Jack is seeing over that the... Uh, he's, he overhears some other people talking about the Grey Deer Brigade's light and dark duo, which is Yami and uh, Morgan. Um, so, you know. He's like, he's just overhearing these guys kind of praise him. He's like, ha ha ha, I like it. Someday I'm going to slash them both. Um, and uh, we cut back to the present as Jack starts to get up despite having a massive hole in his stomach. And uh, he's like, he turns over to Morgan who's like, it's okay, I'll use my light to send you to heaven. Um and Jack thinks to himself that up until now, he slashed, 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 slashed like crazy and honed his skills. And now I'll slash everything apart with one last attack. And uh, we get a big two-page spread of Jack unleashing his ultimate attack as Morgan unleashes his. And uh, Jack's attack is so Planetary fucking strong. Slash. Huh? planetary slash yeah basically and it's it yeah it is so fucking strong that it creates a massive crater or i guess like 
fucking gash across the earth all the way up to the Clover Kingdom itself. Who um, created a, uh, a geographical landmark. Yeah, basically. And uh, he manages to cut a bunch of these angel things on the way. Um, and yeah, and uh, Jack is like, how's that? What did you think about my final slash? And um, Yami looks over. He's like, I hate to admit it, but that was really something, Jack. And um, he's like, I just got one regret. I never got to cut you up. And Jack falls over uh, dead, it seems. Um, and Morgan actually descends from the skies as it seems that he's dodged Jack's final attack. And Yami's like, you sure ain't the Morgan I knew. Oh, first of all, Morgan lets off a classic shonen line of, hoo-hoo, if that had actually landed, I would have died. And uh, Yami's just like, you sure ain't the Morgan I knew. He's like, it pains me. It pains me, but many more people are about to die. But don't worry, you'll all be reborn and happy together. As uh, Mario Leona seems to punch these spirit hands that rip her arm apart. Uh, and that's where the chapter kind of ends. Uh, and yeah, Josh, what did you think about Black Clover chapter 357? Well, um, I'd like to think that Lucius made a really good point in the beginning. Talking about you know spell. Because, mm-hmm. you know... I don't think Yuno's going to beat him. I think he can do a lot of damage, but he made the point like, bro, all you're doing is prolonging your death. But mm-hmm. we all know something that Lucifero doesn't. And that's that the real actual main character is about to pull up and cut him into several pieces. Yep. <laughs> so that's what they holding out for. Stupid dickhead. Dumb bitch. Dummy. Dummy. <laughs> anyway, I like how Jack's life flashed before his eyes. Yeah. And the moment he keyed in on was, I guess, the first time he got his ass whipped by somebody else with a sword <laughs> or slashing style of, of, of offense. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it left an imprint on him. He never forgot that. Like, I don't know what happened. He almost lost his left eye. Oh, I think he was about to cut him, and then he stopped. That's what happened. He stops the darkness. The darkness stops mm-hmm. right at his face. He's like, I could have slashed you, but we're done. So I like that moment a lot. Yeah. I like Jack, man. I think he went out like a G. I don't think he's dead. And, and we bugged out giving him the death drop. I just wanted to hear it that time. But he, yeah. he actually changed the Clover Kingdom into East and West now. That's true. East Valley and West Valley. Mm-hmm. Jack, Jack did that. I bet you could see it from space. Probably. From magic space. It is a pretty massive cut in the Earth. So it's actually it possible. It sure is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I understand that. Um, do you have any extra thoughts on this chapter? Oh yeah. Um, th- this was uh, really cool. I always like Jack. He's like you know the the berserker, Kempachi type. You know, 
that mm-hmm. just likes fighting and stuff. And I always liked those characters. I always had an affinity for them. Um, and uh, Jack did go out like a fucking badass. It, it was kind of cool to see. Um, although he didn't really like have a lasting attack on the enemy themselves, it was cool to see him do something of that scale um, and give Yami a chance, you know, like something even more to avenge, which is pretty cool. Um, that one panel where like he, he basically where Yami like does that slash to Jack. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the coolest panels And you know, I just like how the sword is like, I could have got you. I'm mad. It took me so long to realize what was happening. Yeah. I thought he was healing him. No. And then I, I it just, yeah, it didn't make that. It, it clicks now. Yeah. It clicks now. But, um, yeah, this was just a really cool chapter. Um, Jack had a cool way to go for one of the cooler characters in the series. Uh, I don't think he's dead either, um, but he might be. I mean, who knows? This is uh, also another final arc. <laughs> so, you know, all, uh, all holds barred here. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Mary Leona. Are they saying that that thing turns people into paladins and Mary Leona is currently being turned into a paladin? Oh, hopefully not. Won't be good. That would be really rough. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I hope that's not the case. But that's all I really got to say about Black Clover this week. Really cool chapter. Um, I I thought it was pretty awesome. Um, do you uh do you have any rebuttals? Anything else to add? No. All right. With that being said, uh, let's move on to Undead Unlock. And uh, I'll let you take it from here, Josh. All right, Undead Unlock, chapter number 155. You seem to be in trouble by Yoshifuma mm. Tozuka. Um, last week, the uh, the union, yep, sure, the union, uh, Fuko's, Fuko's union, not Juicy Juice, um, not Juicy Juice's union, um, figured out. How they was going to make their way to space to save the child Phil, who will, will become the unfeel negator, um, and they they settled they settled on three people, three and only three people specifically, that uh, being Fuko, Void, and um, and Nico, mm-hmm. uh, for their for their uh, leadership, striking ability. And engineering skills, respectfully. Okay, remember only three people. So we begin this chapter with uh, Mr. Sean, who is unseen, uh, begging Fuko uh, to put him on the the space mission, like, and asking, like, why isn't he uh, suited? And Fuko's like, listen, we had to think about a lot of different factors, and aside from you not really being worth much. <laughs> as far as the stuff we need, uh, there's also the possibility. You know, we have to think about your safety. Like, what happens if you end up floating off into space by accident, and then we can't see you? So it's over. You'll be flying. You know what I mean? You'll be. I guess there's worse ways to die. That's a pretty bad way. Um, 
Because you could kill yourself instantly. All you have to do is release the suit. But once you get to that point where it hurts to even fucking still breathe yeah, from the starvation and, and dehydration, I guess you could just finally let go and <laughs> embrace the sweet, you know, the sweet, sweet embrace release of death. of death. Yeah, so he, just the thought of that makes him run away scared. And so Nico pulls up and he's like, like, man, we'd be able to see him with thermal vision. You ain't had to scan like that. And Foot was like, nah, nah, nah. You, you don't get it, Nico. These negated abilities change on the fucking fly based on our interpretation. The author made it very clear, Nico, <laughs> that this is a, a established rule. This is how we're going to make this series even better. So we need to account for that. You know? Mm-hmm. I like Fuko. I appreciate her for that. She uh, she considers the fourth wall. Yeah. She doesn't break it like Deadpool. She just considers and is aware of it. Um, yeah. So anyway, back to Mr. Sean Unseen. Uh, he's, he's still running through the hallway, and he's like, man, when push comes to shove, I'm no slouch, as he gets yanked into the fucking room assassin style. Um, by Gina, who looks like she's about to actually kill him. And uh, Sean's like, oh, you like, you feeling okay? Like, you feeling better from before? And, um, you know, she's like, look, 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 look. fuck all of that. I want to go on the ship and you're going to get me there. Right? And she's trying to explain to him how, like, look, like, regardless of what they said, I got to be there to help Fugo, and my my unchangeability is just too fucking strong for them to not bring aboard, which I actually agree with. She, like, she has the best ability. Yeah, she's, like, borderline broken at this point. Oh, D. Yeah. So, right. I feel her. Like, all that shit they were talking, nonsense. I'm making my way on that ship, and you are too, regardless yeah. of the consequences. So unseen, you know, unseen's like, all right, bet, 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 no doubt. Um, so uh, how are we going to do this, right? So they pull up to the lab, and um, Gina's like, oh, shit, they already got this rocket, like, damn near built. And she's like, I figured they, you know, I knew they were starting from scratch, but, well, what actually, I'm a little confused by this. She says, I was convinced they'd build one from scratch, but they must be in that much of a rush. Which are they trying to imply that maybe they borrowed this rocket from someone? No, I think they, built, they just place? built it faster than she thought. Wow. Okay. Um, it's so funny because she's using, she's relying on um, unseen for them to look, you know, for her to look at the, uh, the, you know, the specs of the rocket ship and see how they can get about going on board. And he has to keep his eyes closed to keep them invisible so they don't know that he's that they're spying. So um, he's like, he's complaining how he wants to see the rocket. And she's like, shut up, man. <laughs> Whatever. I thought that was funny. So um, we hear them actually, we hear um, not Nico, but his staff plus, um, what's her name? Which one? With the long black hair. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Ichigo. Nico. Huh? Ichiko, I think her name is. Ichiko, yeah, Ichiko. She's okay. on sleep. Yeah. Basically, they're talking about how, you know, they, they're talking about the cargo steps and then how it has to be at a, you know, a specific weight. 
but they do notice that they do say that we have uh, a lot of extra space but um you know they'll keep it empty for now in case they need to bring anything else along so it's setting up that they can clearly sneak aboard the ship without it being a problem since they're not going to probably exceed that weight limit with you know these two adults one being the size of a child <laughs> mm-hmm. so um that you know that's how they figure they're going to sneak on so gina's like you know so gina pulls up uh like brings unseen to this training room basically and she's like look we're gonna power up your ability right and he's like what do you mean <laughs> like like how, how are we gonna go about doing that she's trying to explain how like look like your negator ability is to not be seen right so if you step on the scale and it represents a weight i can tell you're there i can see you're there because the weight show proves that there is something there Right. Mm-hmm. So she's basically trying to break down to him and us as readers at how negator abilities can evolve. Um, they're setting the stage really well. This guy's a good writer. Mm-hmm. This is his editor's fucking top tier too. This might be the one piece editor or something. I don't know. <laughs> this is Hattori at work. Yeah, this is Hattori. Mr. Hattori. My nigga. Um so yeah, she's just like letting him know, like you can do this, man. Like just work hard at it, and we're gonna go out to space. Mm-hmm. I like how that sounds. Let's do it. Excuse me. So um, a couple days later, they make their way onto the ship, and when it's time to uh, launch off, and they go check the status of the cargo, um, he uses his ability, and lo and behold, uh, they become weightless and. They blast off without being detected. Noise! Noise! The gators are out in space. The last frontier. Dun, dun, dun. There was a reference I wanted to make, but I actually forgot how to actually say it. So I'm going to hold that one down for okay. now. I believe in you. Anyway. Um, takeoff was a success. Um, we cut back to unseen and unchanged in the in the storage hub, and you know they're basically trying to figure out. So, like, you know, like, what are we gonna do next? And unseen is is talking to you know, like, oh, you know, I I want to hear like you know what excuse they're gonna make up because you know they're gonna be mad. We can't just go up to them and say, "Oh, hey guys, what's up? We made our way onto the ship." They they're gonna feel some kind of fucking way. They might even fire us and kick us off the team. Fuko would never, but Gene is so naive and 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 sensitive to big sis Fuko uh, that she, that she was devastated by that potential information because she in <laughs> fact does not have an excuse and figured that it'd just be like whatever. Yeah, it would be like, obviously, oh. they'll be happy. Right. So the funny thing is, as this conversation is going down, um, Unseen is like, you know, loosening his control over his, uh, almost said quirk, LOL, over his negation ability. And it's starting to show up in the weight of the cargo hole because Nico could see it immediately. And they're like, why is it fluctuating? It's like going back and forth, back and forth. And one of them is like, it might be a Uma. <laughs> 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 with men, they were inter- 
<laughs> I guess it could have been. It could be. Maybe. I mean, what else maybe. could it possibly be? Maybe. Now, I guess I would have that reaction too if I looked in that world. But they're interrupted by a voice saying, Fuko, we got a visual of the space station. <laughs> I imagine that's how he screamed it. Like he, he interrupts and let them know. And oh, she's wow. just like, oh. Oh, hey, okay. Which piece of debris is the lower level? Oh, really? They're not part of the big space station? They're definitely part of those small parts? I think they're applying because the tragedy is already underway. So they're just trying to find the point where they would be. I see. But uh, Nico makes the point that, like, oh, like, we're not going to be able to dock. Maybe the lower level is where the dock, they would have been able to dock. But because it's been destroyed, they don't have a spot to dock. So he says they either have to ram into it or cast an anchor. And they can't ram into it because they might ram into, ram into the section where, the, where, the, where Phil and his mom will hold up at and kill them, making the whole mission for naught. It might also kill them as well inside the spaceship. Um, but they decide that now nah, we gotta figure out how to put a, how to put an anchor down. And uh boys like nigga, I'm I'm out. Like I'll do it. Let's go. You know? Mm-hmm. And then uh Nico's like, oh like that's crazy. The the Uma might still be on the station. The boys like dog, that's why I'm here. Please let me go out here and shoot these niggas. <laughs> I need to. I have so much ammo. Please. You have no fucking clue how much ammo I got. It's unlimited. I can go until it's gone. Crap. Pow, pow, pow. Right. And Fuko's not trying to hear that. She's like, no. What if the Fuko, what if the Uma is a good guy and wants to join our team and be cool? <laughs> the Void's like, no fucking way that'll ever happen in his life. Did that's say when, um, no, that's not what's said at all. I'm at the <laughs> Um, But hey, if you want word for word, you should read the comic guy. Either that or deal with, with my abridging. Anyway, at, at, just like how I'm interrupting what I'm just saying, uh, Fuko and Void conversation is interrupted by Unseen and Unchained pulling up saying, you seem to be in trouble. Make it make it a double. <laughs> team rocketing the situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel I feel like there's inspiration from that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they pull up all cool. Like, yeah, just leave this task to unchanged and unseen. And then the panel right beneath them, you can see Void. Like, whoa. Google's like, what? Nico just hemorrhaged. I, I don't even know the medical term to call it. His brain look he He's having an aneurysm. He's having an aneurysm. Nico's actually having so they killed Nico. If we had the drop, we would we would uh Chris would for sure do it right yeah, now. Yeah, we don't he's, have the drop. He's canonically dead. He is canonically dead. He might be brought back to life um off screen, but just know that we know that he's dead. So yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like how Unseen is like, we'll bail you out and you can call us even. I'm <laughs> dead. <laughs> no. 
Gina's like, just as planned. So yeah, that's the end of the chapter. Um, before you say anything, for any words come out of your fucking mouth, Chris, RG's lose. Yeah. I understand that. I really like the chapter, but let me hear your thoughts. Yeah, I mean... It oh, was, was there an audience? Uh, yeah, we have a three-way tie in the audience. Folks. Oh, you were talking about the audience. Okay. Yeah, not me. I my okay. uh my RGC is pretty definitive. Um but yeah. yeah, no. Uh well, I guess this is a good time as any, I think. Uh we have a three-way tie in terms of the audience really good chapter of the week between Undead Unluck, Black Clover, and Jujutsu Kaisen. Um and if you guys well, want to If you guys want to vote on the uh, really good chapter of the week poll that we do every week, um you, you can check Black Clover. Yeah, Black Clover. Undead Unlock and Jujutsu Kaisen. Correct. Uh, and if you guys want to take part in the poll, you could subscribe to us on YouTube, where I put the poll up there every week. It used to be on Twitter, but uh, YouTube allows for um, uh, un- just like for more uh, choices. So we have up to five. Uh, so yeah. YouTube is where it's lit at. What? YouTube is where it's lit at. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so check it out there. Subscribe to us on YouTube and take part in the poll. Um, but yeah, I, this was great. Uh, I think this was my runner-up chapter. Uh, I had a fantastic time reading it. I love that um, he reminded us of that little like plot point where the negations, like the ability, like the strength of a negation lies in how you interpret uh, certain things about your negation. You know, um, and it adds an interesting layer to like training your ability in this arc where it becomes a little bit more metaphysical where you're like, however you see the concept of being seen is what is going to be negated. So if you step on a scale and that weight goes up, then that is technically being perceived being seen. But if you can make it so your weight is is not there, then you won't be seen. And that is a technical negation of the concept of being seen, which is pretty crazy. Uh, this series uses semantics as a superpower. Um, but yeah, I, I had a, I had a really good time reading this. I love this power system in general. And um, yeah, uh, Josh, what did you think? Like I said, this was my uh, favorite chapter of the week in a clip, and obviously what was a stacked week. Um, I liked all the chapters, even My Hero Academia, because uh, it gave me a lot to think about. Um, but where I feel like a few chapters were set up, like My Hero and uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, um, Black Clover and um, Undead Unlocked, kind of pushed, you know, kind of pushed the narrative a little bit further, the plot, um, even if it was by a little bit, and I just liked Undead the most. And as you talked about already, my favorite part was the breakdown of um, how they plan, you know, how they can potentially level up their negation abilities. Um, and it's interesting, because Fuko says upgrade, but, you know, the way these negation abilities manifest, they it seems like there's always some type of give and take one way or another 
-hmm. you know, even Foucault's abilities, the way she understands it has changed and the way she can put her unluck into objects, but she can still, things can happen that is still out of her control where like maybe a bullet she aims misses and hits something else. Then somebody touches that. So, you know, it, there's still like this balance without it getting out of control where it's like, yeah, everyone's about to just get stronger and, and be more combat ready. It's still this very real world like problem involved in, 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 in how they grow. I like it. I really enjoy the duality of it. There's a lot of thought put in it. Like it's, it's not a complex uh, power system or, or, or way to, to progress it's actually super open-ended and, and it's very creative and I, that's what i like the most about it it gave it, it made me really excited to see wow how are the others going to grow and it can be spontaneous it can be worked on it can happen at random moments because it was kind of written that way and that's fine you know mm-hmm. if there's if it's established that way that you know people can absolutely simultaneously develop like abilities. That's fine. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Ha- you know, have a heart attack about that. Um, especially knowing that there is balance to these abilities. It's never gonna just be something that completely helps them in a fighting situation. Yeah. You know, there is give and take. Even if the give and take happens in a later situation, you know, like a, a negative kind of part. That's high. That's how, that's the impression I get from this series. That's how I remember it. Mm-hmm. So I was really excited. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen in space, but um, I'm going to go ahead and predict that a big part of the story is going to unfold here. I think whatever happens with this Uma, I don't think it's just going to be about them saving Phil. I think they might, I think they might learn something about the world because they talked about. I feel like this very subtle world building going on. And I swear it's not mostly because they talked about that country <laughs> when they talked <laughs> about the space station thing, you know, with, with the war between, between uh, uh, over disc um, and just the, actually really those are the only pieces of world building I can, I can really think of in all honesty, which was, the war and what's happening um, right now with this, you know, suspect uh, scientific experiment. I just wonder, it makes me wonder, are they going to, before they end up taking on God and and all of that, I should say, all the rumors and all that, like, you know, is there going to be a conflict where they need to sway the, the human race? And it's not up to just this very tiny minuscule fraction of people in the whole world to change something i'm not about to have an issue about that the same way i would with my hero academia i just think it would be really cool if if there was a little bit more of a world um overall world to this like a little bit more to the plot than just as it's been laid out because the way things are going now it's very uh episodic (laughs) It's it, it's it's starting to feel like it's episodic. Yeah, but I don't I don't have a huge issue with that yet. But I am paying. It, it is on my mind, and we'll see. You know, we'll we'll, we'll see if if the plot thickens, as they say. 
Yeah. No, I agree. There is like a monster of the week type element to this where um, there's definitely a pattern to Undead Unluck. Like it truly feels like a reboot. Yeah. In the sense that it's like now we're going back to like how it would be in early chapters or something before a, a, a real huge narrative is, is mm-hmm. you know, takes form. Yeah. Because like, yeah. is that what's going to happen? We're going to get a bunch of these mini arcs until the final one? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I wonder. To be honest, I think that's what the case is. I, I think uh, the series is not so hard on the world building, but to be fair, it hasn't really promised that, so I'm okay with it. No, it hasn't. It, it hasn't. That's why I'm saying I'm kind of hoping and making making it more of a prediction, but yeah. It, it's, it's not like it's really been implied. Yeah, and it it does have a world, you know. There are events. This world does have like somewhat of a history. It's just like not very intricate, which is fine. Yeah, not, not every series mm-hmm. has to be the sprawling epic. Uh, no, it, it does not. <laughs> not everything has to be one piece. Which is nice because to memorize all of these little details about a world would be overwhelming to say the least. Yeah, sure, fucking would. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you said, Josh. I think this this is a phenomenal chapter, to be honest. Second, second best to me. I really like Jujutsu Kaisen, but this mm. is a close second in my eyes. I really like Jujutsu Kaisen too. Actually, being real with you, the order was Undead Unlocked, Black Clover, Jujutsu, and then My Hero. Mm. But the, and I also um, I did not read Chainsaw Man. Sorry, guys. Wow. <laughs> but. I completely forgot. I, wow. When I opened up Chainsaw Man, wow. Um, it was on the last page and it looked really familiar to last week for some reason. So I was like, oh, okay, we read this. I guess it's going to come out tomorrow <laughs> and we'll cover it next week. But I was wrong. Wrong. I'm on the run now. I'm going to read it tomorrow. Yeah. That's the first manga that comes out for us. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, those were all my thoughts. Uh, anything else you want to drop before you close this out? Nah, I'm straight. I think I succinctly expressed my views on Hell this chapter. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, that has been Undead Unluck, and that has been our show. Oh, yeah. Another one in the books. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, uh, you could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram at New Jump City Josh on Twitter. Brian is at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to catch him when he's streaming, you can check him out at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, uh, follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram and on TikTok. Subscribe to us on YouTube so we can do the really good chapter of the week poll. That's where I post uh, the audience uh, only poll that you guys get to decide what your favorite chapter of the week is. And I announce it on the show. Uh, so take part, like, share, subscribe on the YouTubes uh, as, it, as it stands. I'm going to, I'm almost done, you know, I guess rendering everything. So, you know, the episodes that have, uh, been going on since I lost my computer tragically. Uh, we'll be going up soon, so check that out. Uh, you could also subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're there. Check us out if you prefer audio podcasts. And um, 
email us at NewJipCityPod. Did I say that? Email us at NewJipCityPod at gmail.com. Uh, in the meantime, if you don't if you don't really want to comment on old videos, you can email us there and let us know your thoughts, your your opinions on the story, on our opinions, on the show in general. Uh, you can email us questions. That would be super cool to receive. But uh, yeah, any of that stuff at New Jibs, uh, at NewJipCityPod at gmail.com. And yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay safe, New Jump Citizens. Peace out. And let's go, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, we got our first win, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Later.